This podcast is sponsored by the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Find out more at the conclusion of today's conversation. This is Theology on the Go, a brief interview about an eternal truth. It's nice to have a group of folks as they're signing up and saying, hey, I want to be a part of this. To know that people really do like this and appreciate this, uh, there's a little more incentive to do these things. Hello and welcome to Theology on the Go. I'm Jonathan Master, joined as always by my friend and co-host, Dr. James Dolezal. James, how are you? Doing great, Jonathan. Glad to be here. Looking forward to our conversation with our guest today. James, I'm excited about this too. This is a guest that we've had on the program before, and uh, we wanted to reintroduce our listeners to and and also hear from uh, about his his current work. It's work that I've benefited from, and I know a bunch of others of other other people who have as well. So, Caleb Can- Cangelosi is the senior pastor of Pear Orchard Presbyterian Church, but we he is also the uh, director. I'm not sure what the right title is, but he's the the curator of Log College Press, which is a an online co- collection of a number of historical uh, documents from mostly 19th century Presbyterians. So we want to have him tell us more about it. Caleb, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much, Jonathan and James, for having me on. It's a, a privilege to talk about Log College Press. It's It's been something I've been working on for the last four years, I guess. And uh, it's uh, a website, as you said, sort of an online archive of all 18th and 19th century American Presbyterian writings, all that we can find. We're up to over 11,000 uh, PDFs that are free, uh, accessible. Um, I think over 1,700 different authors from Northern, Southern, uh, RP, uh, ARP, uh, lots of different uh, flavors of American Presbyterianism. Uh, and so uh, we've, uh, Andrew Myers is a gentleman that helps me work on the website, and the two of us have uh, been seeking to to build this as big as we can, and uh, that's sort of the website side. Uh, but we also have um, published some books as well, uh, and so you can find those titles on the on the website. Uh, this past uh, year, we've published Meditations on the Lord's Supper uh, by Jacob James Jacob Jones Janeway, um, and that's been a, a good book to to get out there. We had Meditations on Preaching. Uh, a while back, and so meditations on the Lord's Supper, another one of the means of grace, has been uh, exciting to come out. Um, so yeah, so it's it's been really fun to to get deeper into the American Presbyterian uh, literature, uh, so that we might. Uh, I, I've said to several people recently, you know, we want to do for the American Presbyterians uh, what Banner did for the English and Scottish Puritans. Um, it took them however many years they've been in, in, in business, and so it's going to be a, a long project, but it's been fun to see the response so far. Well, you're in a position a little a little different than what Banner was. I think it was 1957 Banner published its first book, uh, but it wasn't an era where you had uh, wide accessibility to primary source documents uh, in a PDF form for sure. Nobody's nobody's using that kind of medium then. So maybe give a little taste of what the reader expects when he. And I was going to say this also. Uh, for our Baptist friends that feel like they're being left out of this, it is the Log College, which is uh, the first institution of higher learning in the state of Pennsylvania, and it is a Presbyterian seminary. Uh, so I I like that as your uh, 
as sort of the uh, the banner catch all. So what do what would someone going to see? They're not going to see them necessarily in a modern typeset uh, when they open up a document. No, one of the things we try to do is find the original PDF. And, and really, if we can't find the original, we, we really don't want to put it up there. We don't want to put just a modern uh, typed out version of something. And so, um, but like you say, it, it's amazing. I was working on my THM through Puritan Reforms uh, when sort of, I guess I had the idea, you know, just like there's the PRDL, the Post-Reformation Digital Library. Why is there not a, a post-Reformation digital library for American Presbyterianism? And, and as I was working on my THM on William Plummer in particular, I was finding a whole lot of stuff that was out there and it's accessible. It's, it's available on, on Google. It's available on archive.org. And, and so um, that was sort of the, uh, the impetus behind this. It's like, why I've, I'm getting all this stuff. Let's put it out there for everyone to, to be able to access. And it just grew uh, from there. So when you go to the site and you click on the free PDFs, um, they're going to be in, in all different forms. I mean, we've all seen old, old PDFs and, and I think, you know, some of them, uh, maybe even handwritten manuscripts, we'll be able to track down some of those, uh, mostly they're just, they're PDFs, they're books, there's letters, there's journal articles. We've tried to sort of cut out of, uh, say the Southern Presbyterian review or the Princeton review or different journals, cut out individual articles and put them on the author's page. And, um, and so, but their letters, their, uh, you know, monographs, they're all sort of different things that, uh, that were written in the 18th and 19th century that we have access to at our fingertips. It's really amazing. It's an incredible resource. And I'm thinking, Caleb, at the end now of four years, um, with 11,000 uh, documents posted on the site or available on the site, what are some of the ones that have uh, struck you, surprised you, or what are some of the ones that you've gotten the most feedback on over these four years? You've uncovered some real gems. Well, there's certainly writings that I had already benefited from. Um, and, and so some of those I wanted to be able to, to get out, the, the, you know, get the word out. And, and uh, I mentioned William Swan Plummer earlier, uh, the book that we published, uh, his writings on the impeccability of Christ uh, was a title that, you know, Sprinkle Publication had uh, published a lot of his work, but they hadn't published that. And uh, I came across a quote that said that that was one of his most original uh, writings. A lot of Plummer is, is compiling what others said about different topics. And, uh, and so I, I knew that I wanted to, to get that one out. Um, uh, the other uh, example of, of something that we've published that was sort of wanting to get, get the word out on was Samuel Miller's Presbyterianism, uh, yeah. something that had not been reprinted uh, sort of in the you know in the 20th century and uh, such a classic statement it was the first uh, Presbyterian tract when they sort of began the the 19th century tract series uh, Miller's work on Presbyterian uh, government and history and doctrine um, and worship uh, was something that I thought this would be great to to get out there um, so those are you know if, if you look at what we've what we've reprinted uh, it, it's um, it, it, you know, some of that is, is books that I really wanted to, to get out. I knew I wanted to get out others. We just sort of happened upon it and, and thought, hey, this will be good. People will appreciate this. Um, but on the, on the website, things that we maybe have not yet at printed, uh, it's, it's almost hard uh, to, to pick, uh, you know, the, I think the, the wealth of say men like Benjamin Breckenridge Warfield uh, Charles Hodge, things that we've read by these men. Um, and then just to see it all in a line, all the things they've written. Yeah. Um, it's just really overwhelming. Um, and, 
but also think that there are, uh, for instance, sort of lesser lights, uh, men that you wouldn't think about, men like Moses Jury Hoag, um, men like uh, Thomas Smythe, um, uh, who uh, has written so many beautiful things on missions. Uh, and, um, you know, his 10 volumes were were printed, but very in, in very limited number. And so to have those accessible to everyone for free uh, is, is a huge, a huge blessing. In addition to primary source documents, uh, of which there are many, and you've done a great job compiling those, you also offer access to some dissertations and theses uh, that people can read that are secondary literature, but that are sort of models of research uh, on the area of American Presbyterianism. Can you comment on just uh, what those resources are and how readers might benefit from those as well? Yeah, that, that's probably been one of the uh, things that I haven't been able to pursue as, as as much as I would like. I'm a full-time pastor. I kind of do law college press on the side at nights and weekends. and uh, But I have been able to track down a handful, some that are just available, you know, that we find online, others that I've contacted authors and said, hey, would you mind if we posted a PDF of this? And, uh, and so uh, that, I would love to see that page grow. Um, but it is, it, it's a, a really neat opportunity to, to, to read uh, not just the writings of, but the writings about uh, these, this 19th century American Presbyterian scene. And um, so if I, you know, were to go to that page um, right now, let me, let me do that and, and kind of glance through it and see. And so for instance, like Ligon Duncan's thesis on common sense uh, philosophy and American Presbyterianism, an evaluation of the impact of Scottish realism on Princeton in the South. Uh, it's, it's great that Ligon let us, you know, put that on there for anyone who's interested in, in reading about that. Uh, but then a more recent one uh, by Christopher Duncan on Benjamin Morgan Palmer that he did at Auburn. Um, uh, so, yeah, so there's some some great resources uh, if, if folks are wanting to, to get, you know, more in depth on the secondary literature. Uh, it, it's some of that is available. And, and so if anyone listening to this has written, you know, secondary literature and love and would like to get it out. Uh, to the masses, please contact me. I'd love to put it on there for everyone to, to see. Now, Caleb, um, recently you started something called the Dead Presbyterian Society, which, um, well, I'll let you describe it, but it's a way of accessing even more of these uh, materials. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's an idea I've had for, for some time, uh, in part because we realized the site was growing so big, perhaps unwieldy, you might say, uh, that folks who just landed on it maybe didn't know, um, you know, what, what's, where should I start? You know, what, what's, what's good? What, what, who do I want to read if, if I'm not familiar with the American Presbyterian scene? And, uh, and so part of it was a desire to, to curate uh, some, some digital writings um, as well as some audio readings. I've been doing some audio readings uh, and we're trying to come out with sort of one curated, you know, uh, piece each month and one, at least one, you know, audio reading. Um, and so, so it was, it was a desire to, to reach out to the people who we knew were following our site, but we thought might have a, a more particular interest or might desire a little more uh, in-depth um, uh, focus and, and even, you know, uh, hey, show me what you read, show me some good stuff. You're out there kind of digging in this all the time. You know, what are you finding? And so uh, we wanted to, to make that available to people that we thought would would really appreciate it. Uh, we also had had been working on resources for the site, 
um, uh, such as you know author indices to make it easier to get back and forth and uh, topical indices to, to just do a little more uh, further digging and, and helpful uh, uh, utilization of the site. And so um, you know doing that work, uh, we wanted to, to make it available. But I'll be honest, part of it is I'm a pretty bad salesman uh, of books. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, we want to print more books, but I don't have the time. I don't have really have the expertise to sell these books very well. <laughs> and so maybe we can uh, generate some revenue uh, in this way uh, by, by offering a lot of value to, uh, to folks out there um, who, who really are interested in this. So if you go to uh, our, our join page on our, on our website, you'll see the things that we're, that we're offering, um, you know, a discount in the bookstore, uh, some of those uh, indices that I was men mentioning, even like our recent additions, like if you're interested, what are the new things that we've put on the website? You know, that's available there. Um, some early access uh, to things that we might find. Uh, as For instance, uh, recently, uh, Andrew Myers located some John Murray works uh, that he said were not in the collected writings, but on the Westminster Assembly. Uh, and, and before we had created this early access page, I thought that would have been a perfect thing to, to, to give early access to the members of the Dead Presbyterian Society to say, hey, you know, we've tracked these things down. I think it was the Presbyterian Guardian where he found them. Um, so that would be an example of something that, that we might find or, or something else I've thought about. Uh, Jared's discussion of uh, theological questions. You can't find that PDF anywhere. So I've got this book. Uh, whenever I get time ready to, to photocopy it, turn into a PDF. Um, don't know when that's going to happen, but you know things like that that we can share with with the members of the Dead Presbyterian Society who are interested. Um, as well, there are other ideas, sort of along the lines of the dissertations and uh, and theses, like things that I'd like to see happen. Um, I, I'd love to see more people write, you know, more short form scholarship on. Uh, different uh, issues and individuals uh, of the 18th and 19th century American Presbyterianism. Uh, that's something I haven't had uh, a lot of time to develop yet. Um, even what y'all are doing like this, I've thought it would be great uh, to interview uh, authors about books they've written. Like for instance, recently I just uh, came across a, a, a book written uh, about uh, the, the, the preaching textbook by uh, R.L. Dabney mm -hmm. uh, talking about I think his thesis was essentially, you know, Dabney didn't practice what he preached uh, in terms of the book. He, he didn't he didn't preach the way that he taught his students to preach and sort of the impact of, uh, on of that reality on um, the Presbyterian Church. And I thought, oh, I'd love to interview him. Um, so, again, I, I hit a lot of uh, time uh, time factors, you know, trying to do this on the side. Got a lot of good ideas. And so it's nice to have a group of folks as they're signing up and saying, hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to receive these these resources to know that people really do like this and appreciate this, uh, there's a little more incentive to, uh, to, 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 to do these things. Well, I know many people who have benefited from them, myself included, and uh, I was actually just about to ask you about uh, forthcoming projects, but it sounds like you've got a few already in the works. Anything, anything new we should expect to look for on the website? Yes, the, I haven't decided yet which, uh, which curated document to come out with. Um, uh, there let me pull pull some of the ones that I've got coming. Um, several uh, letters from the General Assembly that we've found in kind of early, you know, late 18th century, early 1900s. Um, uh, there are uh, several uh, letters uh, by, uh, uh, you know, different theologians uh, that, that are really meaningful, other charges. So some of those things will be coming out eventually on the Dead Presbyterian Society. 
in terms of upcoming book projects, I've got a lot that I'm excited about. I mentioned uh, Thornwell, uh, his, uh, his article, his sermon, uh, The Sacrifice of Christ, the Type and Model of Missionary Effort, uh, is an amazing uh, sermon, uh, connecting the cross of Christ to our motivation for missions. And so that's uh, in the works. B.B. Uh, Warfield's uh, the, um, On the Emotional Life of Our Lord. Uh, something that I don't think has ever been reprinted. It's inaccessible to some degree. It's a pretty dense theological article, exegetical, a lot of Greek. Um, and yet that, that's one that I think would be really worthwhile to get out to publish. Uh, I've also got a book edited and compiled of different pastors who wrote during pandemics. I uh, was hoping to get that one out uh, sooner than it, than it probably <laughs> will come out. But uh, it's, it's just fascinating to read these men in the 19th century America who they went through what we've been going through and, and they reflecting on their yellow fever epidemic or uh, whatever it might've been in their day and age. And to see, to see their biblical and theological and pastoral reflection, uh, I hope will be well-received, even though uh, Lord willing, it will come out uh, on the other side of the pandemic, but who knows, I hope to bring that out this year. And so we'll see where we are in terms of COVID, but uh, those are some of the the projects as well as a, a Gerardo, his catechism, I'm hoping to publish one of these days. And so, yeah, so I've got several things in the, in the hopper. Well, we appreciate all the work you're doing that I, I wish uh, we had more time to talk about this, but Caleb Cangelosi, thank you for joining us today. And thanks, thanks so much for all you're doing on Log College Press. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope folks will come and uh, visit the website, logcollegepress.com and, and check us out. Well, we recommend that they do that. Good, good. All right. Well, thank you so much for your work and ministry. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Caleb. James, I, I myself am a member of the Dead Presbyterian Society, and I've benefited greatly. From I can affirm for our readers, though, our listeners, I will affirm that you are not a dead Presbyterian. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just part of their society. Got and it. and no, but Log College Press is is a well a wealth of amazing material. It is. And think of it like the, the sermon audio of yesteryear, where now we have this wide access to pastoral output uh, by ministers. I think, though, just being uh, speaking as one who's been recorded, uh, putting it in literary form forces a kind of precision in expression that sometimes the audio uh, doesn't allow. And so uh, I think there's a real value in reading these older works just because there is a, a higher level of editing, so to speak, uh, that's going on that I think really aids the reader. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, this is you could spend days and days and days just going through stuff that will really uh, sharpen your your understanding of the faith and, and and strengthen and encourage you. So we would encourage listeners to go to logcollegepress.com. For those of you who are listening and are interested in these things, we'd like to give you the opportunity to win a copy of one of the books that he referenced, uh, Samuel Miller's book, Presbyterianism, Its History, Doctrine, Government, and Worship, a little booklet that is published by Log College Press. And if you go to placefortruth.org, click on the Theology on the Go link, there'll be um, a place there for you to enter your name and contact information for the chance to win this book. We always love hearing from our listeners. We love it when you pass along this podcast to others who might be helped by it. If you're able to donate, you can do that at placefortruth.org or alliancenet.org. And as always, thanks for listening to Theology on the Go, a brief interview about an eternal truth. 
The Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals is thankful for your partnership. The Alliance is a working coalition of men and women from diverse backgrounds who share a common passion for the truth of God's Word, upholding biblical doctrine, sharing the gospel, and equipping Christians with trustworthy Bible teaching through broadcasts, publishing, and events. The message we proclaim is one of ultimate hope, which originates not in man, but in what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. And it's your generous gifts that enable this good work. As we approach the year's end, we need your help to raise the funds necessary to finish the year strong and reach even more people in the year ahead. So please join us and help underwrite this encouraging Bible teaching ministry. Visit AllianceNet.org slash donate to make a donation online. That's AllianceNet.org slash donate or call 1-800-488-1888.